welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. And back with us this week, our legendary co-host, Joe Chung from As the Joe Flies. The band is back together, the three of us here. How's everything going, Joe? How was your uh, weekend? You, you did a little run up there in uh, Boston? Yeah, I wasn't. This weekend, I uh, did a 10K with my wife, and it was like 85 degrees, so I, did, I was very miserable. Uh, also, not very in shape for the run, uh, but that was fun. First time we've run together, we figured like since before our kids were born, that was nice. And then last weekend, I wasn't here because I was with my son at Disney World celebrating Father's Day, and uh, that was a nice trip. Uh, we had a good time down there. So yeah, what have you all been up to? I was uh, just south of where you are. I was at Six Flags New England uh, over the weekend. It was 92 degrees out, and uh, that was a brutally hot day, but it was fun. There was Because your school schedule goes so late, I feel like people don't get into the summer spirit until right about now. So even though it was a Saturday, the park was pretty much empty, so it was really nice to like not have to wait in a lot of lines or anything like that. So that yeah, what's fun. up? What's up with the school there, man? Like, why are you guys still in school? This is nuts. I mean, we're no longer in school as of today, June twenty eighth. But yeah, Boston ended on June twenty seventh. We start after Labor Day, and then because it's such a big district, we have like the most snow days of anyone. Because like anytime there's at least four or five inches of snow, they cancel because like all the there's like dozens of buses or maybe even more than that, and little kids, and they don't want them to, uh, I don't know, freeze or whatever. I'm, I teach high school, so our kids would be able to get to school no matter what, but they can't split up the district. John, I know this is uh, not a theme park show, but Great America closing, you know, you were at Six Flags. Is, is Great America still, was it ever a Six Flags? I, I can't remember, but, you know, sad times. Now you're going to make me get all nerdy here, Joe, but there was actually two, there's two Great yes, America parks. I'm baiting you. I'm baiting you. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't one in New Jersey? Isn't there a Great America in no, New Jersey? No, one's outside no, Chicago. That's, that's, so they, that's Great Adventure, Six Flags. Oh. Yeah. So they started oh, so it's as the one in Mar- Chicago that's closing? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. So they started as Marriott's Great America, and uh, both parks, the one in Santa Clara, California, which is you know where Silicon Valley is basically, the heart of Silicon Valley, and then one up north, uh, just north of Chicago, and they were sister parks. They had like similar rides and similar setups. And then at some point, I want to say in the 80s, Six Flags bought the one in Chicago. Marriott kind of divested of the parks, and Six Flags bought the one in Chicago, which became Six Flags Great America. And then Paramount bought the one in Santa Clara, and then eventually it got sold to Cedar Fair, who owns Cedar Point. And they, uh, this week, sold the land under it and said that it's going to close within 11 years, but probably sooner than that. So... It's a cool park. The one in Santa Clara, it reminds me very much of like vintage amusement parks from the 70s. Like if you ever watched that Brady Bunch episode with Kings Island, you know, that very famous one where they're looking for the plans, that sort of nostalgic 70s amusement park thing. Uh, The one in the Great America in in California still has that. But unfortunately, yeah, it'll be going away. I've been there twice the last year, so I'm kind of, I'm happy that I've done that. I'll, I'll go back before it closes, but. Do you just like Wikipedia every place before you go to it? Is that. He Not is anymore. Wikipedia. I used what are you to. Talking about? I used to. He is the Wikipedia. How dare you, Mark? I used How to know Mark. So when I first That's... started going around the country, I used to like Wikipedia the history of the parks. I did. Yeah. Well, we, uh, so at the Detroit meetup, like people were like, oh, what's that building? You know, what's the history of that building? I'm like, what do you think I am, Sean? Like, I don't know. You know, pull it up on your phone. Bad tour guy. <laughs> I don't sit here and read about random buildings. Uh, it's abandoned. That's all I know. There you go. The funny thing is, you know, my friend Dave, Mark, and, uh, he like, he out nerds me all the time. It makes me look like a, like an idiot half the time. Like with roller coasters, he'll know like 
who made it, what year, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So I don't, I don't go that deep, but I do like the history of these parks because you know, it's like Americana at its finest, especially these parks that sprouted up in the 60s and 70s, I think. All, all anybody needs to know is go to Cedar Point. The rest suck compared to it. So there you go. Yeah, uh, Cedar Point's great. We were just there uh, last week after we left the Detroit meetup. I don't know. I'm sure I probably mentioned it on the podcast last week, but Cedar Point is the best amusement park in America, no doubt. Too old for it now, but in my 20s, I did feel the same way. <laughs> You're not too, you got Six Flags New England right there. It's a great, dude, great I, little park. Rivers, dude, the old Riverside not, Park. See, I'm going to get all nerdy and tell you I, the name I could of it barely, Six Flags Park. I could barely handle Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which is like a baby coaster. <laughs> Okay, I'm just old now. Oh, I did go on the uh, new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind coaster. So, um, what 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 do uh, what do you roller coaster nerds say when you check off uh, new roller coasters that you haven't done before? A credit. You got a new credit. Yes, I got a new credit. And did you woo! get sick? Uh, I purposely went on. So, just for those of you who don't know, for context, it's a new indoor roller coaster, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy themed at Epcot at Walt Disney World. Mark, you will really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a very smooth coaster, but the... So wait, Epcot v- actually has a legit ride now? Now it does, yes. <laughs> How would you know? Because the only place you went was uh, was World Showcase, so you got to go on the uh, the boat ride that's in the Mexican the, Pavilion. That's the only thing which, worth by the going way, to. The boat ride in the Mexican Pavilion is amazing, so you got to go yeah, on fun. one of the best rides in Epcot. Yeah. I, if you call that a ride, I mean, come on. But yes. Don't dare. Do not disrespect uh, All the Disney nerds are coming for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do not you don't, dis- you don't go do after not the But uh, anyway, back to Cosmic Rewind. You know, it's a very cool roller coaster. It launches backwards and you're spinning around on a roller coaster track. Because of this, it's very rough on people who get motion sick. But you, Mark, you will enjoy this ride, but you will not enjoy this ride if you've drank halfway around the world already. Because it's quite intense. So it's gotten so bad that they put trash cans like right where you get off the uh nice. right where you get off the coaster. They have trash Ho- cans there. Hopefully they have railings uh, so nobody falls in the bushes too. Because a lot of people have been having issues. <laughs> oh, the other terrible thing is at the end of the roller coaster, you're like dizzy and you have to walk up some stairs and walk down. Uh it's not it's not like very well set up for people who are gonna get motion sick. Anyway, I knew I got really I get really motion sick, um, and so I did not eat a single thing before i rode and my son my son ended up loving it i guess he's turned into a thrill junkie now and so i had to go again and so i didn't eat again until i had ridden it twice and so i was fine i mean i felt a little woozy but it was okay but if i had drank like a beer or half a beer and had any food in me i don't know i might have had some issues so do people like rope drop this now like is this a thing that they're super excited about or or can you get in pretty much just before you go do the world showcase so it's a virtual queue, so you like sign up for a queue spot in the morning, and then you can go, or you can pay for the lightning lane to go quickly. Hey, we did both, bang. which is why we got to ride twice. But yeah, you want to, I don't know, Mark, you probably have like an iron stomach, so maybe you can do a couple drinks before, but I, I know why now they have those trash cans there, because it's the people who have been drinking who really have trouble All with right. it. We're going to do a meetup, and then you drink around the world, then ride it, and see whoever doesn't puke gets gets a free ticket. <laughs> no way. Okay, there's but, only three trash cans there. Okay, it's not going to be able to handle the entire MTM Diamond crew. You know, that's that's not going to happen. You know, people are not going to make it to the trash can. They're going to be pushing each other out of the way. But we're not joking. We actually have been finalizing the schedule for the Diamond meetups, and we're going to do Epcot again in December of 23, so two years after we did it the first time. So... 
Mark's uh, requirements are that we start earlier in the day. Lunch. So hopefully, yeah, lunchtime. So maybe we'll get them on the coaster before we start the the drinking. But we're going to do that again. And uh, just a reminder, we talked about it last week on the show. We are sh- shutting down monthly signups for at least a while on the MTM Diamond uh, in early July. So uh, you still have a little bit of time if you Forever. listen to this Forever. No, pro- <laughs> who knows? We don't know. But we have had a bunch of signups, a bunch of new members. So we really appreciate everybody who's joined. It's been uh, great to see how many people have uh, decided to join up and give the group a try. So, uh, you know, if you want to know more, we talked about it a lot in last week's episode. We don't need to rehash it all. And there's an article on the site as well. Joe, so. Joe, you didn't love my Sandlot line there? I loved it. Sorry. But I was all tapped, so, you know, I couldn't unmute to laugh. <laughs> also, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get the tone right. It's forever. You know, you got to put the right emphasis on the correct syllable, you know? My bad. One yeah, of the beers okay. I brought back, is that's what the name of the beer is. Forever. Yeah, can you um, talk? <laughs> can, you please, can you please explain how you uh, got 31 beers or 31 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall back from your trip or whatever? Yeah, so we went to uh, Maryland this weekend, uh, back out to the Hyatt, Chesapeake Bay. That's your jam. Yeah, booked it before the devaluation, so I was able to use a couple free night certs, uh, which was nice. And then that hot, I got targeted for that Hyatt Amex offer. The Hyatt Regency one for sixty dollars off three hundred, so we we're able to like eat and drink during uh, while we we're on property at the pool and everything, and, and get it twenty percent off, which was pretty cool. It happened like two days before we left, which was perfect timing. So you know, we flew there on Delta, flew back on Southwest, and you know, like I've been saying, it went perfectly smooth. You know, don't be worried about summer travel, right, Joe? <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> I was totally waiting for uh, something cancellation delay, whatever. But both flights went uh, went smooth. I mean, it's only an hour flight anyway. But didn't have any issues. Uh, stopped in Annapolis on the way out, so the family got to see that. And uh, my wife wants to go back uh, for an adult weekend and hang out in Annapolis. Uh, so she really liked that little town, which is you know one of my favorites for sure. And we made it out to the uh, the shore uh, in Cambridge area. And, you know, my favorite brewery is out there, RAR, and they have these sours that they make. And I've talked about it before, but, you know, they do like these unique runs where you'll see it and then you'll never see that beer again. So I ended up getting like 28 different variants of it or maybe like 25 or something. And I had a couple of duplicates, but had to bring back 31 beers. So that was interesting. And I had like, I, I never checked bags. The only other time I've checked bag in the last like 10 years was when I brought beer back last year. So trying to figure out 31 beers and making sure, you know, 50 pounds, when you lift up a suitcase, you're like, this is pretty heavy. This feels like it's got to be over 50 pounds. It's actually a lot heavier than you think. So you can think, uh, my buddy Derek's like, you can fit 24 16-ounce beers in there plus your clothes and you'll probably be okay. I love how he knows that, like, <laughs> from experience. <laughs> oh, yeah, like another buddy, Dave, sent me a <laughs> sent me a picture of him weighing one 16-ounce beer. It was like one pound, two ounces. He's like, there you go. Base it off of that. Sean knows uh, the history of every single theme park and abandoned building in the world and, uh, Dave and Derek know exactly how many beers you can fit into a suitcase. You know, everyone has their strengths. Yeah, so to be safe, we like, I put, you know, a chunk of them in mine, like 12 or 14 beers in my bag, about the same amount in Kirsten's. And then we threw a couple in Connor's. We're like, are we going to get arrested if my son's rolling beer (laughs) into the airport? But, you know, it's kind of threw me off. I haven't flown Southwest since before the pandemic because, you know, I'm not a big fan of them and and all that. So I made like a comedy of errors. First, I forgot to check in. So I didn't, you know, at dinner, 
uh, we met up with Derek and them, and he's like, oh, what spot, spot did you get at check-in? And I was like, oh, F-bomb. <laughs> nice. I, totally, I totally forgot to check in. So I checked in, and it was weird. Like, I checked in for me, and the kids were on my uh, uh, my one, and then my wife was on her own because she had a couple points left, so she we booked her flight separately. So I checked in. I got, like, B38, and the kids got, like, C33 and 34, and I was like, I don't understand why we're completely different. That's weird. So I went up to the uh, check-in desk. I was like, hey, can the kids just go on with me, there, or do I need to go and see? And he's like, how old are they? And I said, 8 and 10. He's like, just do family boarding. And I was like, all right, cool. So we ended up all getting on perfectly fine. So that worked out. You know, good thing we still have a daughter that looks somewhat six <laughs> in the range, at least. And then I was so worried about weighing the bags and everything that, uh, you know, I'm just focused on that and I'm put on the scale and, okay, the bag... Okay, 38 pounds. Cool. We're good. Moving the next one, next one. Then I forgot to take, a, you know, I didn't bring my backpack. Usually I just travel with a backpack. So my uh, tablet and headphones and everything were <laughs> still in my suitcase. I forgot to take them out at the last minute. So walking through the airport, I got, st- uh, I got uh, you know, suckered into buying some uh, <laughs> wireless headphones uh, from one of those uh, little gift shop things, uh, like 40 bucks, just so I could have something download. I'm frantically downloading movies onto my phone uh before <laughs> before we we board so i have something to watch i don't want to just sit there and stare at the you know the back of the head in front of me so mark yeah, i messed up big you, time you said the flight was an hour yeah i couldn't i couldn't do it man i couldn't just do that <laughs> that's crazy i forgot i forgot i forgot my son's headphones for the trip and i just made him suffer i thought about buying headphones <laughs> you didn't even give him yours or did you give him like I, no i did they I hand them out him. on JetBlue like they do on delta or no you, you have to pay for them but i offered him mine you know i had wired headphones that he could have used for the JetBlue tv thing and i had bluetooth but there were also earbuds and he didn't want them he, he didn't want to stick anything in his ears so this poor kid just watched JetBlue tv with no sound with no and, sound oh my god and gosh. watched the stuff that we recorded on the tablet with no sound <laughs> You're the he worst. Was he was <laughs> what I offered for, I was like, I was like, you want me to buy you headphones? You want mine? Like, blah, blah, blah. but I just didn't want to pay for the forty dollars ones. Just do, although just forty dollars, just although, do it. Just buy it. So here you go. He of course is like, no, Dad, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's like it's like you, when your wife is like, oh, well, do you want me to do it? No, it's fine. She really wants you to do it. Like he really wanted you to do it. He was just totally wifing you. He didn't. He didn't know that the. He didn't know that they existed in the airport. I don't think we wa- walked by any of those kiosks. But the other thing was, yeah, I could have bought it to make him happy. But then, do you know how many times I've bought new Bluetooth headphones before a trip because like the old ones are broken and I've lost them. We have like seven or eight pairs sitting around at home. So I would have had a short term gain with my son. But then when I got home, you know, the actual <laughs> wife would have been like, "You bought another pair. What are you doing?" Are they like mismatched socks where you just, oh, these two kind of work together. Let's see if we can yeah, make it pretty happen. Much. Yeah, yeah. I have my poor kids on the plane, you know, one earmuff on one ear from one headphone and one earmuff on the other, and they just cross over over their heads, you know? So, but yeah. Anyway, no, it worked. Funny. I just went up to the, yeah, I went up to the kiosk because he was like just a headphones guy. And I was like, what's your cheapest Bluetooth? And it was like the JBLs or whatever. I actually like them quite a bit. Uh, they were 40 bucks and I think they work better than the original AirPods do. So... I came home, my son's been asking for those because I have AirPod Pro and I just had those as like backups or when I'm outside or whatever. And I was like, here, you can have these AirPods now. And he was like, wow, awesome. So I'm like, dad of the year for 40 bucks, worth it. You're not dad of the year because you wouldn't spend the 40 bucks. I took my son to Disney World. I mean, <laughs> he was happy. <laughs> Mark's World, that doesn't count just, for Yeah, anything. just imagine if you took him to Universal, then you'd be dad of the year. 
Yeah, now that he's a thrill ride junkie, he probably, uh, you know, he'd be down for that. So I don't know. It's so weird. He was even in February when we were there, he was checking it out on all the roller coasters. But now he was like all about them. So, yeah, time to go to Universal. Quick tip uh, that Brian uh, Suarez told me is uh, with all the Amex FHR credits, one of the uh, Universal properties in Orlando is on there. So it normally goes for like three, four hundred bucks a night. So you can use the two hundred dollar credit. Uh, you get the breakfast and the $100 on property credit, but you also get the like fast passes for up to four people, which is worth like 400 bucks. So you can get it all discounted. If you have a couple platinum cards, you know, you can do a long weekend and, and get it for 200 bucks a night and get all that stuff. So that's definitely a good use of it. Yeah, that's Portofino Bay and it's a Lowe's hotel and it's on uh, FHR. I don't know if it's only four. I think it's everyone in the room will get the express pass, but that is like a long, well, getting a deluxe hotel at universal just for the express pass because you get it for two days both check in and check out has been like a long-term hack double dipping that with the fhr and getting some of that money back and getting the other things like you said is even better for those who have the platinum so good call brad absolutely yeah i actually had a conversation with a diamond member about that and uh, i think that's how i'm going to use my fhr credits this year um, because you know a lot of people like to use them in vegas obviously that got gutted but what do I need to use them in Vegas for anyway? So I'd rather use them in Orlando at Universal. And Ellie is a thrill ride. I've never, we can't find a ride that she doesn't like. So uh, that's, that's good. Um, so on our, our road trip, we've basically left Detroit. We went uh, Cedar Point and we went up through upstate New York, went to Niagara Falls, stayed in what I think might be the saddest Hyatt Regency ever, the Hyatt Regency in Buffalo. Like this is just a property that time forgot. Um, I think Hyatt tried to drop the contract with them and then they sued Hyatt and Hyatt had to take it back over. So it's like a property that not even Hyatt wants. And in fact, they upgraded us to their best suite. Their, they call it their elite VIP suite, but it's basically the equivalent of their presidential suite. And it was just, uh, it was fine, but it was just a very sad, uh, sad room. But I uh, got to eat some of the original Buffalo wings, work our way through New England and then down to Atlantic City to do the, uh, the status match stuff to get into some miles and points stuff. Um, you know, uh, we've had a lot of members do status matches with all the casino status. It's kind of fun, you know, like I know online, you know, you can uh, sometimes you'll match an airline status and, you know, you get another status. That's fun. But when you can do like three statuses in one day, uh, it's pretty fun. So I thought I'd talk about why you might want to status match in Atlantic City. Spoiler alert, free cruises, uh, which I'm sure Mark is excited about. But uh, hey, if it could get me uh, free for our, our cruise, that I'd go I'd fly there right now. Well, it's not uh, not a free Royal Caribbean cruise, uh, unfortunately. Boo. Free MSC cruise, but also some free nights in Atlantic City. Now, I want to say Atlantic City was, like, overrun. I don't know, Dump. Joe, is the New York schools, the like, schedule the same as yours? Garbage. Like, it... <laughs> I mean, you're calling it garbage before it's even overrun. Yeah, I mean, the entire East Coast gets out later, so I'm not sure. They probably didn't get out as late as we did. I assume you saw a lot of kids or something, like people were on break or it seemed like people just started break or the opposite yeah it seemed like that like it was like the first kind of big rush of the of the summer break and you know like ocean uh which was a hyatt for a brief period of time but that was formerly revel it's probably i think the nicest property in atlantic city but like the it lobby has like there, no soul is, it just feels like yeah. a corporate building like it feels like yeah. uh what we've ripped on resorts world for being it's resorts world of atlantic city i think I think it reminds me more of like Aria and City Center. It was built in that same era. But, uh, you know, it, 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 as far as hotels go, it's probably the nicest there. It has like the nicest pool and uh, some really cool stuff. But 
I mean, the lobby there was just over. We were considering staying in Atlantic City, but I left it open, so I didn't have anything booked. And uh, then we went to Hard Rock, and just the crowds were insane, like just wall-to-wall people. It didn't look good, so we bailed and went to, to Philadelphia. But anyway, so the way that this status match works is that you can start with uh, either MGM Rewards Gold or Caesars Diamond. You know, MGM Rewards Gold, if you're a Hyatt Globalist, you can match to that. Online Caesars Diamond, you can get match from Wyndham Diamond, which you can get through the Wyndham Business Card um, or Founders Card. So there's different ways to get it, but you can start with one of those statuses, match to the other. But uh, those really don't play too much of a, a, a thing. The first thing you're going to do is go to, uh, to Hard Rock. And so you go to Hard Rock and you can either match MGM Gold or Caesars Diamond to their Rock Royalty status, which I think is the coolest uh, name of a status. I do hope that uh, they're going to bring this loyalty program to Vegas when the Mirage switches over to Hard Rock. So maybe there'll be some benefits uh, benefits there. But I do I like the Hard Rock there too. I think that's probably my favorite of the properties in Atlantic City. Yeah, it's uh, the old Taj Mahal, and I visited the Taj Mahal uh, right before it closed, and they did an amazing job of. You would never know that it was uh, this like very dated, gaudy. 1980s casino building uh, with the way that what they did with it. Maybe the hotel towers, you can tell a little bit, but as far as inside the casino, it looks like it's uh, like a like a state-of-the-art hard rock. So you match to the program, no issues there. You just walk up, say you want to do a match. Uh, these are kind of published matches. Uh, hard rock gives you two free nights that you can use beginning the next day. So you can't stay the same night. And they also give you $50 in free play. So, you know, you can go to the casino, test your luck. Now, Jasmine used both of our free plays because we playing two-player mode here. We were both there and we walked out, just played the $50, and whatever she had at the end, she cashed out. So she played $100 total, walked away with $36, so not very... Oh, that's uh, pretty horrible. Yeah, it was, I, was, I was like, what? Because I took Ellie out to the boardwalk, and we were you know, doing our thing, and I was like, what, what do you mean $36? Uh, so yeah, not, uh, not great. But then you can take that Rock Royalty status, walk five minutes down the boardwalk to Ocean, and match to their prime status, which the prime status is the status that really is, uh, is valuable in that it gives you a free MSC cruise, it gives you uh, two free nights at Wynn in Las Vegas, also you get two free nights at Oceans, which you can't really use for until at least three days after, so again, you have to come back uh, to do that. But the real reason to do this is for the cruise and the two free nights at Wynn. Now, of course, I didn't know this, but their tier year runs from july 1st to june 30th so we match our status and i walk away and i look in my you know we matched on june 26th my status expires on july 1st so i go back (laughs) seriously there you go so i so i go back to the desk and the guy kindly explained to me he's like well we're gonna anybody who does it in the last two weeks uh we're gonna re-up you and then so if you did it three weeks before you're just screwed like that's that's I guess stupid. I don't. He 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 said he, he said he thought it was like two weeks, but he wasn't sure. But he said for sure because we were only like, you know, six days before or whatever that we would get extended, and that it's like a manual process. So to get our cruise, we'll have to wait till they said at least July fifteenth, and then we can call. Also the same thing with the win uh, nights, but we should get them, and uh, we instantly got that. Wait, if you do it. Uh... Normal, like let's say you go after July and do it, you still have to call to do all that stuff anyway. Do you still have to call to to book the cruise through them and do win, or is it like an online thing? Yeah, I was talking to Ryan Flanagan, our Facebook moderator, about this because he, he did the match last year, and uh, yeah, you still have to call 
Um, I think it's a little sooner. I think we're having to wait a little bit longer because they're having to re-up the status uh, manually. But uh, yeah, you still have to call to do that. So you don't leave there with like a free cruise certificate or, or anything like that. I did a match in Barona a few years ago, right before COVID, so I never got to use this cruise. But they actually gave us a certificate for a free uh, Norwegian cruise. We left the casino with that certificate. But no, that's not the case in Atlantic City. But they did confirm all the benefits. And then one other question. You did this. Didn't you do matches before in Atlantic City or no? I only did Borgata. And this is when Borgata was half owned okay. by MGM. And so they had their own loyalty program. I was going to say, so, if yeah. you did Hard Rock in the past, what, are you like not allowed? Because we did Hard Rock a couple years ago. And uh, that's, of course, gone away now. But I was just wondering, like, is it possible to do it again? Or is it like every two years, every one year or, or once a lifetime? I'm not sure how they track that. I haven't seen any data points on that. I'll see if I can ask some people. And uh, I didn't see anything in the terms that said once uh, per lifetime. So generally, uh, casinos will rematch. They're, they've been known to do that. So um, it's certainly uh, worth a try. The key is that you need to get that Hard Rock status because Ocean doesn't match Caesars or MGM. They've kind of caught on to that. And so they're matching only kind of local competitors. Uh, or they will match like uh, MGM Platinum or Noir or Caesars Diamond Plus, I think. Um, but they won't match the regular diamond or gold. So that's why you need the the uh, hard rock status. And then as a bonus, so you get the, the cruise, you get the two free nights at win. Hopefully if it all works out, we'll have two free cruises because there was two of us there, four free nights at win in Las Vegas. Um, I'm not sure. We couldn't use the free nights in the casino. Uh, Ocean also gives you access for two people to their club. They're, you know, they're like equivalent of the diamond clubs, which has like free booze and a full buffet and stuff like that. Unfortunately, it's uh, 21 and over, so we couldn't go because we had Ellie. I made a joke to Jasmine. I was like, all right, well, one of us will go in there, use our certificate, you know, and then no, but we didn't do that. The other thing we did was go down to Bally's and match to their superstar status. Uh, you can match either the Hard Rock or the Ocean status to the superstar status, which is their top tier. And uh, that supposedly comes with another cruise, although I think based on data points of other people, that's only if you actually earn it through gambling. Um, and there's also some potential free trips to like some of their other properties, like the the valleys in Lake Tahoe. So I'll I'll keep people updated on what I get from that if I get anything. But uh, yeah, left with uh, with all uh, my big casino statuses, and you know who knows, maybe stopping into some regional casinos along the way on our trip on our travels, see if we can uh, get some other stuff. There's a couple in Florida that you can do something similar with. Uh, I don't know if they give cruises or anything, but like free play and stuff. And I don't know if Borgata's still doing it, but well, back when we went. If you went to Borgata, you got a $100 free bet if you matched to their gold because they were run kind of separate from MLife. Now that's MGM Rewards. I don't know if they're still doing this or not, or, you know, it's probably under one umbrella. But we got $100 free play and then uh, free access to their player's lounge or like their their little buffet thing. Um, I forget what it's called. Their VIP lounge type of thing, which came with like food and drinks and stuff. So that was a nice little perk, but I doubt that's still available. Have you heard anything on that? I believe Borgata is fully integrated into MGM Rewards, so I, the match still go, is going on, I believe, but you have to not have a, it has to be for new people. So if you already have MGM Rewards status or just a, an account, uh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work uh, like it used to. But yeah, the lounges in Atlantic City, just so you know, like the one at Ocean, the one at Borgata, um, they have a, they have even one at Caesars with their Diamond Lounge and stuff. They're much nicer than the ones that like it used to be in Vegas. Generally, they have top shelf liquor. A pretty robust buffet, you know. It's they're not like people like buffets, line but, up to get in at like yeah, lunchtime. it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> so I, I I wanted to try the one out at Ocean, but you know, having a kid, uh, we didn't do that. Obviously, we weren't gonna 
leave her behind and go, sweetie, go sit in the corner of the casino while mommy and daddy go to the check out the... Uh... And unlike uh, Vegas, where they used to you know give you free access, you always have to pay some reward credits to get in, but it's, it's definitely worth it. And I did a, a write-up years ago of the Diamond Lounges in Atlantic City and ranking them, and you can just see, tell that they're so much better than, than Vegas, which is weird, but... You know, they have views of the, the ocean and everything and just a much bigger spread and big, huge bars to hang out at and everything. So, But it's definitely like people line up for lunchtime and dinner time. They're going to get every ounce of value they can out of it for sure. All right, I want to move on and I'm going to write a whole article on this so people will be able to see it all in detail in the next week or so. But the hard rock status was good through February, the end of February of 23. So I matched here in June of 22. The valley status was good through the end of 2022. And then, like I said, the ocean status should be good through the end of June of 2023 once they rematch it, uh, once their tier year is over. So that's how that works. As far as I understand with ocean, basically whenever you match, it's going to be good through the end of the next June if you did it another time of year. That's how it all works, and uh, I'll let you guys know. I'll update you on uh, free cruises, stuff like that. I'm uh, looking forward to it, even if it is MSC, Joe, which... uh, I'm not looking. <laughs> MSC, I've heard. Yeah, so I was going to ask: Is MSC about. even lower than Carnival? Some people say that. Now, uh, one of our Diamond members recently went on his free MSC cruise from this. Exact All the FOMO match. just went away. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing about MSC is you can status match your hotel status to them, and then you get onboard perks and stuff. Uh, one of our uh, Diamond members got $400 in onboard credit and a bunch of other perks on board. So I guess that made it a little bit nicer. And they are balcony cruises, so. You know, I think, uh, and they have a lot of newer ships, so I think it just depends on the ship and the sailing and and stuff. But uh, yeah, I have heard mixed things about uh, about MSC. So looking forward to trying them. Maybe it'll be uh, terrible. Maybe it'll be good. I will uh, let people know. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about, Mark, is you talked this week. You wrote about we have to bring up American Express for Joe. My gosh, can I ever escape this? <laughs> no, real quick though, uh, the. American Express business checking account came out with basically a new option to cash in membership rewards points at one cent a piece if you also have a business platinum card. And uh, that's a really good option. We have an article on the site kind of detailing it. There's also a 20,000 membership rewards point bonus for that account. I think you have to deposit $5,000 and like do 10 transactions, something like that. But that kind of made you rethink about, you know, you use the Charles Schwab platinum card to cash out at 1.1 cents each. This new option gives you one cent each on the business platinum. So you did a mind uh, exercise to figure out which one was better. Yeah, because uh, I actually like the perks of the business platinum better. Which one, Do you like the perks of the business platinum better, Joe, or, or the personal card? I think I like the business overall, but then the personal feels like with the Uber credits, even though they're so small, it's more personally useful to the family. And my wife just used a Saks credit like last week. But I think overall... <laughs> business feels better i've always felt it's easier to use and that that's because you know I, I like the dell credit some people hate the dell credit uh so i guess that depends on on where you're at with that so i was figuring hey if i'm going to keep the one of these platinums long term would it be better to keep the you know originally i was always thinking charles schwab because then you have the cash out option but with this you know is the business platinum even though it's a little bit less you know you lose a tenth of a cent since you're getting more value out of it does it make more sense to keep that plus the checking account so I did uh, back and forth, like comparing, and these were my figures of what value I get from the personal card and what value I get from the business card. And there was a difference in like 130 bucks, something like that in value. Well, that is like 130,000 membership rewards points. 
if you cash them in for an extra tenth of a cent, that would get you the 130 bucks. So if you're going to cash in, if I was going to cash in more than 130,000 points, I would be better off going with the the Charles Schwab. If I was going to cash in less, then the Business Platinum would be better for me. So it kind of gives you a roadmap map of what to look at, and you plug in your own things because you might value the the streaming credit, which I don't value it very much at all. Other people think it's worth full value, so you kind of play around with that and and plug in your own figures, and then go from there what works best. Another thing that you should really consider though is, you know, is the Business Platinum with the 35% rebate where you get 1.5 cents per point booking cash flights. If you use that at all, that kind of changes the numbers because you're getting four tenths of a cent more than just straight cashing out with the uh, Charles Schwab Platinum. So play with those numbers too. And I do a little breakdown of that as well. And I, you know, I'm going to write up an article in the next uh, couple weeks, but I think like the Amex Business Platinum might be the card that like everybody should get if they can because of that rebate and with, you know, transfer partners being a problem and and just uh, saver rewards not being around anymore, you're not really getting more than 1.5 cents. Wouldn't you rather just pay cash via this route, earn miles back, and then, you know, have that option where you can book whatever airline you want type of thing? So something to consider for sure. I like that there's another option to to cash out, especially if you don't have the, the Schwab Platinum, you don't want to get it. You know, a lot of us already have business Platinum cards. It's cool that there's the, uh, the 20,000 uh, membership rewards bonus as well. And uh, speaking of bonuses, I just checked my account and a few days ago, my $1,500 Wells Fargo bonus hit times two. So that was that was nice. And I've been thinking more because I do this fire show with Benji on the diamond in the diamond group. Uh, and he's always, you know, giving me a hard time about spending my points and not cashing them in and, and saving them, uh, you know, and using them for, you know, maybe to, to further my, uh, my financial goals. So, uh, you know, I'm really focusing more on these bonuses and, and uh, what I can do. Cause I have a lot of membership rewards points and I leave them there to your point, Mark, like, yeah, I'm going to use them for flights someday. And uh, then I'm, you know, I just flew back from, from France and I spent like, 16,000 membership rewards each. We flew in the economy. That was fine. Had I flown in business, I would have spent, you know, another 120, 150,000 membership rewards or more. That's money that I could be cashing out, spend less points on airfare, cash out the rest, invest it. You know, it's a interesting thing. He's really getting into my head with this. Well, especially the way American Express is just giving away. And I just like held up a picture like my wife just got another 150k business platinum mailer. So it's like they're just like here take them, take them, take them. So people are sitting on them and then you know, I know you have a big stash of American Airlines miles. So if you focused on just using the miles you already have in your airline accounts, how long could you go off of that and not touch your membership rewards even if it's not at like the best redemption? You know, would you be better off cashing out and then you can replenish those over the next couple of years? So it's definitely something to consider and with with uh, all the devaluations and everything, I think the cash out rate is getting closer and closer to the travel rate. Unless you're doing international business or first class all the time, you're not really gaining anything by by holding them for travel, I don't think. And maybe, and this is certainly speaking from a position of somebody who's flown a lot of business class, so maybe I've just had that experience enough where I kind of telling myself, okay, it's a seven or eight hour flight. Can I quote unquote suffer an economy if I'm saving myself a thousand $1,500 worth of points, and then I can cash those out. Is it worth the seven hours in economy versus the business class experience? Not always, right? There's going to be times where I want to do the business class, but I like thinking of it in terms of money. And I think the better, the easier cash out options we have, the more, I don't know, it's easier to think that way. Whereas if 
a program is really hard to convert to cash, we just like, oh, that's not worth, you know, th that's for my travel and I'm not going to cash that out. So I'm thinking more in terms of membership rewards, one cent a piece, 1.1 cent a piece. How can I, you know, what is it costing me to fly that business class flight? And that changes your perspective a lot. Joe, you cashing out? You cash money, baby? Yeah, just think about all the crypto I can buy right now. It's on sale. <laughs> it's dirt cheap. Dirt what cheap. What a deal. What a just deal. Just think if you had or, cashed it all out and bought it in March for 5000 and then sold it for 60000 then you could buy it back for half price. <laughs> this is not Ooh, financial would, advice. If you could just look back in time and know when everything was going to change. Yeah, this is all jokes. Dollar cost average, people. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's good stuff. Uh, Mark had was both articles on the the business bonus. Oh, we should and we should mention uh, today on the twenty eighth. It just came out that the pay yourself back with Chase uh, got extended through September, and it looks like the categories stayed the same. So restaurant, Airbnb, that stuff. It's good to see it's still there. I don't know why they don't just like say it's going to be permanent, you know. But that is what's crazy about the pandemic is City added the one cent cash out. I mean, membership rewards was always there with uh, the Schwab Platinum, but now they're adding the the checking account, and then Chase added pay yourself back, so they made it easier to cash out, which I find interesting as the value of their partners continues to come down. So at least we got something good out of it, I guess. Speaking of Airbnb, have you guys seen this backlash against Airbnb online? It seems like the tide has turned, and I've just seen it everywhere on social media. People complaining about crazy hosts and like the crazy requests that hosts are making of them, and like making them well, clean the house and then also pay a cleaning fee, things like that. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm I'm more interested, like when do people finally, and I wrote an article about this like a year ago, when do fi people finally start to get mad at Airbnb and, and these type of things for killing the housing market as far as like for rentals, like outpricing people because so many investors are buying houses in areas just to rent them out, which is driving up rents to where people can't afford it. You know, like Vegas is a big one for that, you know. And uh, the area that we have the cottage, a lot of people are starting to buy those and turn them into Airbnbs. And then people that live there year round don't have an option and rents are skyrocketing. So I think that really is playing in, uh, you know, into an issue with the housing market and why prices are going so high. Yeah, I think absolutely. There's a bunch of factors, but being turning you know, residential properties into essentially commercial properties uh, for, for lodging has certainly created shortages in a lot of places. But yeah, there, it seems to be like the tide is turning on Airbnb. People are really, you know, the, it seems like hosts have pushed things so far with their crazy rules. And uh, there's all kinds of examples uh, on social media. I don't know. I Maybe I'm just more in, I like hotels. I, I have never really enjoyed Airbnbs. I've stayed in a few of them, not a ton of them. Um, and it's fine if you need to. It, they serve a, a purpose. Like my wife's family does a big get together every year where they rent a house. And it's great for that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Uh, when With all these outrageous cleaning hey, fees and other fees. Don't I'm, diss I'm Joe's Poconos get together with the heart-shaped tub <laughs> and 400 eggs. Hey, I only use Verbo. But uh, <laughs> that's because I can book it as a can travel Can we just agent. say VRBO? <laughs> I hate that they say Verbo. Like, it's so yeah. stupid. I, I mean, I have some thoughts on this. First is, obviously, these are fringe cases, but the kind of most egregious one was the owner kind of admitted that they were, like, filming the renters while they were there like they had hidden cameras and stuff like that because they inadvertently admitted it because they were like oh we saw that you did this or that and like it was something innocent but it's like uh why are you filming me like we that just have up. random teddy bears all over the house don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah yeah and so i i and then mark i think you make a great point i just feel like right now 
you know, mortgage rates are through the roof because of like everything that's going on and people are still speculatively buying places to rent them out and it's kind of killing people who want to buy places to actually live in and we are just kind of in a mess of a situation. So I do think that the blowback is going to get worse uh, on Airbnb. I don't know why all the hubbub online is Airbnb and not VRBO uh, or any of the other, you know, I think HomeAway is another company, but I guess it's kind of like one of those, you know, it's, well, it's like, like no Uber ever... and Lyft, like everybody just says Uber or like Band-Aid, you know, once you become like the top thing, you just kind of are yeah. you know, like, so somebody says, give good. me Tylenol. They don't mean actual Tylenol. They're like, just give me a painkiller. So I would like acetaminophen, Mark. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> that's, that's some nerdy stuff there, Joe, bringing out the, uh, the active ingredient. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Stuff. So what, did I miss something with summer travel or was that it? Do we cover everything? We can save that for next week. We can save okay. that for like any time uh, we have. Next week might be a great week to do it because July 4th is going to be a hot mess. Yeah, baby. That's why I'm going and, to my cottage. And we'll have, and we'll have well, <laughs> I'm sure we'll have plenty of. Uh, I don't even really want to go to the cottage because it's a hot mess up there too. Like it's just people like every house has eight cars parked on their yard and then the lake is just like 20 dudes standing in water with beer, just standing there, staring at each other. I'm like, this is no fun, man. I don't like any of this. Mark is very territorial with his beach. Don't yes, mess with that. I don't like, we were I don't like, I don't like if you don't own like a house, you here. don't swim. You don't swim. That's what. <laughs> See, it's those Airbnb people, man. Like, no, I've seen people pull up with their car and park in front, which nobody does. And I'm like, I know you shouldn't be here. And your dog's down there. Your dog's not supposed to be here either. So I just stare at them until they leave. <laughs> The friendly neighbors uh, up in <laughs> northern Michigan. Mark Mark buys a lake house and he immediately turns into not in my backyard guy. <laughs> yeah. Like if I haven't seen you in a front yard somewhere, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but no, it it just gets crazy. Like by six p.m., everybody leaves to go wherever they go. Like they disperse um, from the from the lake and everything. But like all weekend, and it's the same with Memorial Day. All weekend, it's just like people everywhere. Like. 10 times more people than you see any other time. It's crazy. Well, with everybody going out to hit the road for July 4th and the month of July for the crazy summer travel, I'm going to go home after our, our cruise to Alaska, which I'll be on and uh, looking forward to a few weeks at home and getting some rest. Honestly, I didn't never thought I'd say that, but there you go. Looking forward to going home uh, for, for a while. And baking so, in the 110 degree heat. Yes. I know the timing isn't good, but it's better than just, I'm telling you the, the hotels are getting fuller the tourist areas are getting more crowded. We've just noticed it this last week or two. It's like, uh, we can, we'll go home while everybody else is out there with these crazy hotel prices and, and everything else. And then hit the road again when they all go back home. Sean, humble request. I would like you to write a post on how going around the world is different now that you are old. Because when you did it with your son, <laughs> you guys were in like your late 20s, early 30s, right? And so I'm sure you had like so much more energy, but... I, th- I feel like that's why you're you're ready to like go home right now. You know, you're in a different, you know, your body's in a different stage of life. Let's let's put it that way. I'm ready to go home after like four nights, but I don't sleep when I'm traveling, so that's a problem. <laughs> it's that Detroit whoa, whoa. meetup that killed you, Sean. Oh, yeah, oh, it, that killed that killed us. Yeah, for sure. Four a.m. Yeah, two I, nights uh... in a row. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, funny because everybody's like, "You're not going to make it to the presentations the next day, are you?" I was up at seven thirty, made it. <laughs> Challenge I went to bed at 2.30 at least, but I, I was up with them. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's definitely different. There's other things that are different too, because I'm working and, you know, back then I was pretty much detached from life. We had kind of 
sold everything. So it's a different life. So uh, yeah, definitely worth covering in the future. But that's going to do it for this week's uh, show. Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast? You can find me at As Joe Flies all over social media. If you're looking to book a Disney trip or a cruise, let me know. You can email me, Joseph Chung, at Travelmation with an M dot net or asjoeflies.com. What about you, Mark? Who came up with that name? It's terrible. Not me, but I mean. <laughs> you know everybody's going to think it's Travel Nation, which is a great name. Travelmation, not not good. Well, it's because it started as a Disney-only travel agency, so it was Animation, Travelmation. Oh, geez. You know, when you when you explain it, it kind of makes sense. Anyway, I don't want to badmouth my boss. Makes sense to Disney nerds, Mark. <laughs> I don't want to badmouth my boss. He has created a very successful business, so Travelmation with an M has not hurt him. So, anyway. There you go. What about you, Mark? Where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, at DetroitMark. Uh, email me, mark at milestomemories.com. Comment on any of the articles on the website, and I'll get back to you there. How about you, Sean? Uh, you can uh, find me at uh, social media at Miles to Memories on Instagram. I'll be posting stuff from the Alaska cruise. Like I said, I won't be here next week. You can also check out our Diamond Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Miles to Memories. $15 a month. Those monthly signups are closing in early July, and then the only option will be Forever. an annual option. <laughs> Did he get it right, Joe? Did he get the. That's, that's better. I. I... I feel like let me let me let me. I'm let gonna me go watch Sandlot after this now. I mean, like it. All right, and uh, for everything, all of our posts, our podcasts, our videos, you can find everything at milestomemories.com. And we love uh, reviews. We got a new review saying that Mark's laugh is great. So if you uh, love us and like the show, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts help us out a lot. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Forever. Yeah, because we don't need 1080p for like we're we're just. I like to see you you in 1080p, man. Come on, (laughs) then you can see every beat of sweat. Yeah. <laughs> it, the summer hasn't hit yet. Just wait. Just wait till I get my towel. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, it hit, man. I was in I yeah. was in Massachusetts a few days ago. It hit. Ooh. <laughs>